Hello everybody, how's it going? This is Alex Afandi, the Acquisition Entrepreneur, and today I would like to talk to you about how to cold call and what to say. Um, a couple of uh, key principles when it comes to cold calling is you have to prepare for the best, or I should say, ex you know, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. That is, you may not get a hold of the owner, and you probably won't. So, you know, persistence is the best insurance against failure. So stay persistent. Uh, call them again. You might get a hold of someone else who's friendlier than the first person. You might get a hold of them immediately. Who knows? Before you do that, I would prepare an Excel sheet that has a few columns in there, which includes um, the business, the location, uh, broker, level of responsiveness. That's what I have. Years in the business, years for the current owners in the business, the uh, EBITDA, asking price, and something unique about the business that you might find out through the call. So without further ado, I would say I'm going to call a local business and see if it's for sale. So you guys get to hear what that's all about. Okay. I already programmed programmed it on my phone so just going to history here and boom what works, what works. how can I help you hi there um, can I speak to the owner please yeah go ahead I'm the owner who's talking nice uh, my name is Alex what's your name uh, Dean Dean nice to meet you Dean I'm with a, a group uh, of investors and um, I'm the founder of the group and we actually acquire businesses similar to yours we buy business similar to yours and wanted to see if uh, selling your business has been uh, of interest to you well uh, I actually um, I'm not interested right now uh, I bought it three years ago business going good uh, everything fine but I really appreciate your call. But you know what? We can't keep in touch. Maybe in the future, who knows? Sure, sure. Well, congratulations on buying the business. Uh, did you buy it from a, a retiring owner, or how did you find it? Yeah, actually, he was retiring uh, owner. Uh, I just got it from him. He got tired from the work, so I bought it from him, like I told you three years ago. And uh, it's going good so far. That's great, man. That's great. I'm really enjoying it. That's great. That's great. And do you do the work yourself or you have people working for you? I have a couple of employees. They help me. Okay. Right on. Right on. Well, you do sound like a young guy, so, um, you know, I'll stay in touch. It doesn't look like you're going to retire anytime soon. <laughs> no, to be honest, no. I like, I like this, uh, this uh, felt. Yeah, good. I'm glad you do. Um, well, I'll stay in touch periodically say once every six months maybe once a year and then uh, if I'm ever in the area which I usually go to Anaheim uh, I'll swing sure. by and put a put a face of the name sure man I guess you got the address and I'm looking forward to see you thank you very much Dean appreciate your time and uh, we'll be in touch uh, periodically thank you oh, no problem thank all right you. Bye -bye. so as you heard, um, I got lucky, got a hold of the owner directly. Sounds like a small operation. A uh, couple of guys working for him. It's a body shop. 
um, you know, body shops typically are, you know, huge. They have 10 plus employees and that's how they're able to stay in business because it's, you know, most of their business depends on, on insurance. But nonetheless, you got to hear it. I'm sure I'll record some more in the future. And, um, you know, you might ask yourself, well, what if the owner doesn't pick up? Well, great. And, and oftentimes they're not. So what you do is the key principle really is to sound commanding. You want to be commanding on the phone. So assume Pam picks up, uh, you know, body works. This is Pam. How can I help you? Dean, please. Like assume you know the business owner's name. You essentially just sound commanding and say, Dean, please. You don't say, you don't do introductions. You don't, as I said previously, you can't let them know you're selling or you're buying their businesses because they'll freak out and you will never get a hold of the owner. Not never, but likely you're not going to. So, uh, Body Works, it says, Pam, Dean, please. Oh, he's not available. Um, okay, I'll email him. Uh, let me make sure I have his, that, the right email address. Uh, sure. And then he asked Pam what it is because, you know, you don't have a business card with you. So you say, okay, let me email him. You get a hold of the email. Uh, or you just ask, hey, when is he back in? Oh, he comes in on Mondays between 11 and 12 and otherwise Fridays. Well, that's good news for you guys because you know he's an absentee owner. Why is that good news? Because the shop runs by itself with the, with some minor supervision from him, which is great. Um, and outside of that, uh, you know, sometimes you call and you don't know who the owner is and you just say, um, you know, hey, Pam, um, can I speak to the owner? Oh, he's not here at the moment. Okay, can I call him back? Uh, say tomorrow, will he be in? Yeah, he's likely going to be in. Okay, well, what's the name so I know who to ask for? You know, that's another tactic. What's the name so I know who to ask for? Now you go back to your Excel sheet, you put the name in, and you're off to the races. You can call him the next morning, and again, use the same simple strategy of sounding commanding. You know, Dean, please. Right, a lot of people get pretty nervous. Yeah, I mean, I got my teeth cold calling people in my in my sales job, so to me, it comes pretty naturally. I feel, but to a lot of to a lot of people, you know, they might call and sound nervous and try to sound nice, and you got to be nice, absolutely. But unfortunately, to win this game, you cannot blow your cover. You can't say you're buying the business. You can't say you're cold calling. Right. Um, if the owner is present and the, the the person who picks up says, you know, he is here. Um, what's the nature of the call or who's calling? You can just simply say, you know, Pam, it's confidential, but I'm not I'm not a cold caller or this is not a sales call. And nine times out of ten, you're gonna get a hold of that person. So now you get through to the owner and the owner picks up and assume it's Dean and he say, hey Dean, my name is Alex, uh, you know, and I'm in the business of buying businesses and I'm looking to buy your business. Uh, has it crossed your mind, right? Uh, and, and the reason why you want to say that you are in the business of buying businesses, you know, assuming it's a hair salon or a body shop or an apartment complex or 
a book printing shop, whatever the case might be, you know, you want to specifically say, I'm in the business of buying hair salons. And I'm looking to see if you've been you've entertained by selling your shop. And uh, they're typically pretty good, man. They're typically pretty uh, upfront and honest about it. They actually get a bit of an ego boost because someone's trying to buy their business. Um, so, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is, you guys, and I've noticed this over and over again in, in the industry I'm choosing, whenever I call, you know, or frankly, any other industry, really, whenever I call an owner, they say, why do you want to get in this business? Why would anybody get in this business, right? And it's funny because when I was in medical sales, that's what I used to say if, you know, college kids contact me. How do I get in medical sales? Do you, God, really? Do you really want to drive 120 miles a, a day in the heart of Los Angeles to earn a living? Not anymore. You get me? So there is an economic concept called diminishing marginal utility. And utility in this case is defined as satisfaction, right? So diminishing marginal satisfaction. So assume, and the whole concept basically basically is as follows. So assume you're craving an in-and-out double-double. And you have your first. And you get your second. And third. The fourth, that utility, that satisfaction has marginally diminished to where you can't. Now, obviously, this example has to do with being full and, you know, uh, if your stomach's full, you can't stomach food anymore. But, you know, assume that you, let's pick an example of, you know, you've had a dream Rolex to buy. Like, assume a Rolex Submariner, and you just can't wait to buy that Rolex. Now, you get it, you're going to wear it the first day, first week, first month, you're going to be raving about it. But I guarantee it. In a year, you're probably, okay, so I've had my satisfaction, right? The satisfaction has diminished marginally over the weeks, in this case, or months. As you've worn it, you got to see it, you know, all it is is you just get bored with it, right? So uh, when, you call these, when you call these owners, a lot of them are going to give you some negative feedback about the industry, but... You know, you've already made the decision and you're buying it whether they like it or not. So go for it, you guys. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I'll do a couple more. I'll do a couple more where the owner is actually engaging in wanting to sell. And, um, you know, like I actually called one today. Uh, his name is Fred. Called Fred and Fred was very insightful with what he had to say. And he asked me that specific question. Question, why would you want to get in this business? So kind of interesting when you, what you hear. Uh, that said, you guys, appreciate your being with me on uh, this episode, and I look forward to hearing from you. Again, my name is Alex Afondi, the acquisition entrepreneur. Alex at alexafondi.com. Look forward to it. Thank you very much.